0: Salam Nerds is brought to you by HalalShirts.com, where you can find fun novelty gifts for your Muslim friends. While you're at it, don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe to our channel. Yo, 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 salam, nerds! It's your boy Neves, aka Watch With Neves, and I'm here with my boy Jazz, aka Jazzy Jin. Jazzy Jin! <laughs> I have never (laughs) heard that one, and how appropriate for
1: this episode. (laughs) Jazzy gin and tonic. Jazzy Jazzy gin and tonic. tonic. That's (laughs) That's a bunch of Muslims who don't drink. It's perfect.
0: I know. What's a gin and tonic? I don't know what a gin and tonic is. I don't even even know how to spell gin and tonic. (laughs) Well, we got a fun episode for you guys today. Uh, We have not one, not two Actually, no, two guests. You <laughs> <laughs> can <can't> count. count. <laughs>
2: so,
0: so you guys have known him. He's been on the show for a while. He's been on again, off again, producer. He's been on this show a bunch of times. Uh, it's our dude, Lone Wolf, man. What's up, Lone Wolf? How's it going? What's up, man? Pretty good. How y'all doing? Well, we're going to need your expertise today because we are <laughs> yeah. diving in to some really oh. difficult conversations about oh, yeah. Jig. <laughs> So, but that's not going to come till the end. So we're going to yeah, save that for I the end. I got you, I got you. But but what we really want to do is talk to our new guy, Arish. How are you doing? Because you, fun fact, worked on Miss Marvel.
2: Yes. Hi, my name is Arish. I'm an actor filmmaker based in New York currently. And yeah, it's, uh, it's salaam, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Yo,
0: you know what? You're the, that's amazing. You're the first person to say Walaikum Salaam Nurse to our Salaam Nurse. No one has said that. Yeah, this is episode 50 something, and for some reason we've never I had that.
2: appropriate. Everyone just said not the Salaam. It I is. To it is. No,
0: yeah. No one is getting the Sunnah for like, saying Walaikum Salaam <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. So tell us a little bit about what you did at, sh- uh, at Miss Marvel. What were you doing? What was the experience like?
2: Well, uh, without saying any much, much, but, but I, can, <laughs> I basically last year I was, uh, I, I, I in, in Atlanta, I was in Atlanta living in Georgia mm-hmm. and I'd been there for 12 years and, uh, Pre-pre the show coming out, I feel like I manifested this into my life or (laughs) the white version of saying dua, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) It's the white
0: girl version of (laughs) saying dua. (laughs) It's
2: the white girl version of saying dua, exactly. So many years ago, I like made this YouTube video. You won't find it, so don't Google it. It was called like why Miss Marvel should be made into a movie. And I just felt like at, at that point, none of this conversation was happening. You know, the comic books were there. And I just was really interested in this becoming a movie at some point. And I knew it might be, Disney Plus didn't exist. So it was kind of like in the ether in my mind. I was like, if this ever comes up, I just want to be a small part of it. So I was always interested in filmmaking. So in Atlanta, as you're uh, aware, uh, like uh, apart from LA and New York, like it's one of the biggest markets. So uh, Mm -hmm. I was already kind of working in the film industry. I, I worked on a bunch of sets. So... Then I heard about, you know, Miss Marvel happening, so I wanted to be involved in a certain way. And then I heard about this opportunity because I worked in the film industry of just be- becoming a production assistant, and I became a production assistant on that show for a little bit. So that was, the, yeah, that's kind of how I got in. And yeah, it's, it was an amazing experience, and it's just great to see, uh, you know, the it on screen now. It's just really amazing. Yeah. No, the no manifestation works man
0: like i ended up at the screening and a red carpet and like it's so wild that that happened because like a year ago i had no uh big tiktok account i had no marvel anything i was just like reacting to reality shows and now all of a sudden i'm interviewing iman valani and like yeah. soccer. it's it's wow manifestation works man do all works man it's, do all it's, works. It's, it's a real thing <laughs> it's a real thing <laughs> But that's pretty awesome, man. I'm really glad that like you got to be a part of it. I I didn't know if you were living there, or you just happened to 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 be there. Um, and that's really cool that you got to be part of the experience. But you were actually on screen because
2: I think I saw you. No, maybe I maybe a, <laughs> the backside of you or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there were like a few scenes that I was in, like in the background. You won't, if you look really closely, you'll be able to see me in the first episode when the Coco Corina scene. I'm the jeweler yeah. in the background basically holding Uh, holding the necklace up like this and then in the second episode you see me uh i think in the masjid scene where i'm just one of the next to Sagar. oh okay (laughs) that's cool
0: i like how they're recycling you in a bunch of (laughs) scenes this
2: is the multiverse
0: yeah Mm -hmm. you have a (laughs) variant i have a variant the jeweler needs to do namaz too
3: yeah. The Jewel needs to that go with the majid Jewel. also. Like, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, that's, Makes fair. Sense, yeah. that's fair. <laughs> yeah, the Muslim variant. Yeah, I'm the Muslim variant. <laughs> I love that.
0: Were you in the wedding episode also? Not in this one, no. Okay. No, no, no. I saw a lot of faces in this wedding episode. Mm-hmm. I saw um, Sana. Yes. She was in there. That was uh-huh. really cool. Yeah, she and, had uh, her Stanley so- moment. yeah Yeah. she had her stanley (laughs) moment (laughs) i love that that's so funny good for her she deserves that stanley she's Mm -hmm. awesome Mm -hmm. i love how the cows calls her like that's our beyonce
2: they love her so much it's really Mm -hmm. cool Sana's done an amazing job i uh, met her at tribeca last week and like and i properly talked to her and and the i was just saying like this was the first show that i've like properly worked on and it opened so many doors for me in terms of the film industry i was able to work in, like, Stranger Things after that and Ozark. Oh, wow. and no way! And it's just, like, I just feel like this show itself will open so many doors for Muslims, for Pakistanis, for South Asians. Yes! Already doing so much. Like, just the conversation we're happening, at like, that we're having right now like, wouldn't have been possible without this show. So I just You're feel right. like yeah. he's done in such an incredible job and, um, yeah, just kudos to her and the team.
0: No, I that's so true because even as a content creator on tiktok and stuff it's crazy because like i would never be in conversations with some of these like big creators and this is one of those weird times where they're like hey you should listen to pakistani voices and like just so happens your bro got a pakistani voice and like people have been like promoting me and stuff and it's really nice to see people do that people go out of the way big time creators are like you know what, I can't speak on this. Here's somebody uh, who can talk on it. And it just helped my platform more and more. And this show has, like, it it ripples down way more than just movies. Like, people are talking about, like, you know, like, oh, I want to go and take a Bollywood class because I saw this episode, right? Mm-hmm. There's like, all these cool conversations happening. It's a big ripple effect. And I, I love that this show does that. It's really cool. hmm so let's, ta- let's start recapping this episode, right? So uh, what happens in this episode? Um, we find out a little bit about something called the Nor dimension, which I thought was really cool because Noor actually means light mm-hmm. and her powers are hard light, which I thought were really, really cool and a great way to kind of add that together. Um and then uh, we're not going to talk about the gin part yet, but mm. I, 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 I did like I did like the way they set that up. Mm. Uh, and then like Porkamala's is like, "Oh, you guys are here to protect me." Yeah, I thank you. Plot twist. And plot twist. And it's one of those reasons where like, hmm, can we trust these people? Because. Mm. 'Cause we knew Gomron was a little sus. We knew he was a little sus, but we didn't know where everybody else was going. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were your what, what were your thoughts on these clandestines? Not mentioning the gym part, but just everything else about the clandestines. What were your thoughts, um, Lone Wolf? Man, um, so not going to the
3: gin part, which it did upset me, but like the rest of it, I actually that plot twist actually took me by surprise. I really thought they were there to help her. Um so that was cool and um when they first introduced us to the clandestine in 1940s uh uh pre-partition right i thought that was super cool i thought Mm -hmm. that That was was really cool and um and then the actress who was actually playing uh i was like yeah
2: i was like whoa
3: so yeah like things like that um I i was i was surprised by that leaving the gym part aside i think the clandestines was cool and clandestine, in the comics, we we call them uh it's clan des- destine yeah it's two words right. right yeah two words yeah so um that was a little cool like because I didn't see that coming because I thought she would be more towards the decree right but the fact that they put clandestine which is such an obscure comic it's almost like Guardians of the Galaxy first came out right no one knew who that was that's such an obscure comic right it's such an obscure comic yeah that like. Did y'all really just add these people in? So it, it was pretty cool. Um, it's yeah, not a yeah, one for yeah. one translation, but it was it was pretty cool. Well,
1: one thing I yeah. want to point out is on our live stream. Yes, we are live for the first time in ever. <laughs> uh, we have Del Hewitt Jr. And he was actually just saying that uh, this is based on the Clandestine comic. So yeah. good stuff, Lone Wolf. So good for bring it up, man. Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah. yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. By Alan Davis. And there is
3: one gin. So like Clandestine, there's one gin right, right. on the team. So fair enough. It was just weird because like, I guess like the elder of clandestine, the dad, I don't want to give too much away. He used to be a crusader, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm
3: just like, a show about Muslims, you bring a team where all the guys used to be a crusader, like, I I, want to know what's up. Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Did uh, Arish, did you get a chance to work with any of the people who were on the clandestine team or anything like that? Like, did you see them around? (laughs) Okay. So, like, on this episode, what was, like, your involvement? What were your day-to-day stuff that you were working on when you were on this show?
2: Uh, well, generally speaking, I didn't I didn't work on this episode from whatever. Okay. Me, but I, but uh, generally, a production assistant is – can your job as a production assistant on any TV show or movies, like, it can range from, like, a very, like, dealing with background or it can deal – with just, just like helping out the director or assistant director with something. So it's, it's really variable based on, and your role can change based on if it's a bigger production versus a smaller production. So uh, it was kind of like every day was a different challenge. Uh, so um, this particular episode I did not work on.
0: So good good i i, I asked that on purpose because i want people to know that when we ask you stuff there won't be any spoilers because you didn't work on this episode and you yeah. don't know so, so I, I, I don't know, to even if i did I, I
2: don't want to get sued and
0: <laughs> i know <laughs> that's, that's important
2: too
0: yeah. oh, no but no one's gonna mess with your nda <laughs> sure. yeah
2: and plus i don't even know anything
0: so no, yeah fair. No, that's, that's true. So uh, so you talked a little bit about the partition stuff though. It looks like they're just like starting the partition, but yo, like when they dropped that uh, the British have looted this place twice already. I was like, Yup, yup, yep, uh, yep, call them, uh, 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 them out. Call them out. Yeah. Yeah. You know oh, what's yeah. really interesting? One of the biggest things that the British are known for stealing is one of the largest diamonds in the, the world. Gohan diamonds diamond nor mm. is where they're from i was like whoa cool little nod there to mm. uh to the diamond i thought that was pretty cool uh which they still haven't given back to uh us which is the way no. i
1: see it man all these museums in britain right now are an active crime scene all right yeah we yes. know the stolen we <laughs> yes. know they're there yeah. why can't we just go there take it right back mm-hmm. if anything is justice but as a of right
3: <laughs>
0: Killmonger did it. Killmonger, Killmonger did it. Right. It. Yeah. No. Go bring back How... Killmonger.
3: Kamala and Killmonger <laughs> team up. Get that down back. Let's go.
0: Put on, no, on in the minute. Kamala, Killmonger and um and Layla. Layla also would steal artifacts <laughs> and bring them back to Egypt.
2: Mm. <laughs> Layla,
0: like, yo. Yeah.
2: Fun fact about uh, the Killmonger scene, it was actually the High Museum in Atlanta. <laughs> oh oh. No Nice. Yeah.
0: Well, cool. There's so many cool scenes that are filmed in Atlanta. Is that mosque also in Atlanta
2: or is that like a set? Like where, where is that place? Yeah. Um. Well, I, I think, yes, it's everything is mostly shot in Atlanta.
0: Cause they're doing really like yeah. really smart things with the writing. I remember when I talked to you, I reached the first time and I was like, Hey man, this is what they're doing. Like, what do you think is going to happen? And the first thing he goes, is like, I trust them. That's like, that's the first thing you told me. You were like, listen, man. I trust them. And, like, you have a lot of faith in, like, the people mm-hmm. writing and stuff like that. You want to mm-hmm. talk a little bit about that? Like, you just, like, like wh- what do you think?
2: Uh, just based on, like, what everyone's um, who's worked on this production, I just feel like they took uh, a long time, like, you know, doing the research. And they, you know, including, like, just, like, for example, just the artwork itself, right? It's yes. Like, you're familiar with Shezil? Like, I've had her post years. Right here. oh man. yeah this one right here like just that in itself is like indicative of that they've done their research and yeah. they really tried to highlight pakistani culture in a very um good way an authentic way and mm-hmm. i just think i and i just feel like we're in good hands so mm-hmm. uh inshallah since you mentioned to-
1: shaz i'm gonna drop her uh instagram handle here that's s-h-e-h-z-i-l-m Shezel malik uh, please go follow her on Instagram. She's really
0: cool.
2: Yes, definitely mm. do it, man.
0: Amazing, amazing Yeah, stuff.
2: she's a very prominent artist in Pakistan. And her, I first the uh, kind of came across her uh, work with uh, the Orat March, which in Lahore. Yes. And oh, yes. Then wow. That's when her posters kind of went viral. And then yeah. she's really famous in Pakistan. And then I learned about this being in Miss Marvel and stuff. So it was really cool to see that happening. I'm it glad really you cool.
1: told Neves to, you know, trust in the... Producers and the directors, because Mm -hmm. I was actually really nervous about it initially. Um, I know we talked about it on our previous episodes. Um, before Miss Marvel came out, I was really nervous that they might screw this up, that they might, you know, whitewash it a bit. They may, you know, cause a controversy that causes like all of Muslim Twitter to like blow up on the show. But the moment you told Neebs, you know, I trust them. That's when I felt relieved. So, yeah. thank you no, for dropping like, that tidbit.
0: <laughs> it is, because like there's so much false information out there, and it's weird. Like People were yeah. mad that like uh, uh, Gamala's mom isn't a hijabi anymore. And then if you go back and read the comic, you realize that she was actually never a hijabi. Mm-hmm. And then you people were mad that Nakia was wearing a hijab in a different style. People went back and found in Clip where she does wear her hijab in a turban style. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of people have like, spread these like, craziness a little bit too um what's the word um just too early if like uh not if it, it have a difficult it's reactionary uh, almost it's reactionary, it's right? reactionary yeah, yeah. yeah exactly but like nakia is a great example like she's such a great character and people were so worried about her but this episode when those freaking dod agents came in with their shoes on and she's like uh-uh uh uh-uh. you don't have a warrant yeah. you can't do this like a badass yeah. mm-hmm. i thought that was i was peak nakia nakia yeah. that was peak nakia right and like what people were worried about is that, like, uh, in the comics, her activism is really for like the community and for like Islamophobia. But in the first episode or the second episode, it felt like her activism was going to be more focused on people within Islam and sexism. But like, you see in this episode, that's not the case, right? So people like made these assumptions based on one episode, but really they should have just. You know trust it in the process trust it in the writers because like the way nakia's character played out perfect i love her i like no notes like this whole episode was fantastic
1: man like every little scene added to the story and nothing was Mm -hmm. wasted like it it was just such a good episode
0: um but no man it's cool man like um arish what do you think of the characters like you know you've probably know more so don't let on too much but like you know (laughs) characters like nakia and stuff like that like uh are you a fan of the comics have you how do you feel about them on the show compared to like in the comics
2: uh i've just based on okay i do think iman based on the interviews i've seen with her and everything she's literally the character and oh, yeah is, she's done an incredible job like just being Miss Marvel on screen and based on like all the stories that she tells on these interviews, like how she got this role, she's never acted before. It's so, (laughs) I can't (laughs) believe that actually she's very impressive that she's able to like, just become this person and step into those shoes. Uh, so I think that's everyone on screen, like, uh, is i feel like perfect for the role i come uh, the guy who plays kamran i knew him from before because i'd worked mm-hmm. with him on indian sweets and spices <gasps> so oh. when he got so indian sweets and spices was a movie it's on hulu now and it's a, a coming-of-age film about this indian-american uh, girl and then so he was the lead in that film so mm. when and uh he got cast in this I was just like he's perfect for the role so again like Mm -hmm. everything that they're doing I feel like is you know has been excellent and I feel like Mm -hmm. it just matches the characters so so well I I like what they're
0: doing with his character even though it's very different from the comics because in the comics he's like (laughs) plain old bad guy but in this he has a little bit of a redeeming quality like he actually cares about Kamala yeah he's got that grey area where you're like hmm. What is, what's his angle? Is he a mm-hmm. good guy? Is he a bad guy? Is he going to help? Um, I don't know. What do you guys think is going to happen with Kamran? What are your thoughts? Do you think he's going to, like, help Kamala or he's going to just go in and be part of the clandestines? All right, you can't comment on this one. Because <laughs> that don't sounds like an NDA that. breaker.
3: <laughs> I mean, I, I, feel, I, like, I feel like um, there is in this communities a lot of um, what do you call it? Uh, en- enmeshment issues like with mothers and eldest sons. Right, that uh, mm. child enmeshment, mother enmeshment issues. I forget what the psychological term is. So this is literally like Nake a daisy, ch- yeah, a daisy child <laughs> going up against his mom, right? Like a son going up against, him. Uh, yeah. so like, I'm guessing he's the eldest, cause like that's her only son. Uh, so far, so yeah. I wonder if the show mother meshed man, right? Mother enmeshment. <laughs> Um, so I wonder if they can, if there's going to be some commentary about that. Um,
0: I mean, so, there is like yeah. that whole thing of like Pakistani yeah. men being like mama's boys, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at. I
2: didn't <laughs> want to
3: say it that way. I didn't want to say it that way.
0: So I was using the proper psych terms, mother
3: enmeshment, yeah, and stuff so, like that. So yeah. Okay, uh, I you I can say you it, Go that direction. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, can I talk about the imam for a second? Uh, sure. Yeah, go, for, so it. go imam, for it. Imam, what he said... Um, uh, good is not something you are good is something you do. That yes. is something that's that's G Willow Wilson's line in issue five in Miss Marvel. Right, if you could go back that far. Uh, what do you call it? No one actually says that. That's what Kamala is thinking, and that mm. is what you know the Imam says, right? And I guess this goes to my second theory on what's on the band right? You know, the Surah Rahman ayat sixty says, um. Is there any reward for good other than good? So I'm just like, is that another theme that's going to be, uh, is that another theme that's going to be on the show? Because that is literally a line that Jibbala Wilson wrote that's very similar to this Quranic verse. So I
1: like, hope they do explore that. I don't know. Yeah. That's really cool. I hope they do explore that.
0: Yeah. I, I really love that because, like, honestly, it's one of the things that, like, I take the most from my mm-hmm. religion is that, like, good is not something you are or something you do and like i apply that to my life all the time mm-hmm. cuz it's not enough to be Muslim you have to go out and do good deeds right And you guys know like I did a TED talk years ago it's called like the Chad list and they talk about all the deeds that I do and Mm -hmm. why I do them and charity is a big thing I volunteered a suicide Mm -hmm. hotline I uh, volunteered a soup kitchen and like you have to be able to leave this world better than you found it right and you have to do that by doing good deeds and like we as Muslims are judged on two things our faith and our deeds yeah right like you need both and your d's are just as important as your faith Mm -hmm. and a lot of people think that like i follow the religion i pray all the time but i don't do anything good for humanity and like you know you're not a good person Mm -hmm. you might be a good muslim but you're not a good person if that's all you're doing right you got to be a good person uh and being a good person is what you do Mm -hmm. and i love the fact that you know this show kind of has that theme because it's the it's central theme and no other superhero has this theme it's like she has her own with great power comes great responsibility and honestly mm-hmm. i like this better this is mm-hmm. a better version of that
3: yeah oh yeah oh this is definitely the spider-man story all over again. Yeah. because the mcu spider-man isn't the teenage hero who has to deal with everyday life you know he got the tony stark scholarship only in the <laughs> la- the end of the last movie did we actually get the spider-man from the comics so has to deal with real life right yeah yeah this yeah. is the you know spider-man batman beyond this is the actual teenage hero who has to deal with everyday life from parents to school to her religious community uh maybe paying bills in the future i don't know
0: <laughs> I'm yeah. a hero yeah. for a new generation i love it yeah <laughs> i know man but uh arish what do, what do you think about that line Like, how did that affect you and how you feel about it and like you know your culture and stuff like what's your take on that
2: i just feel like generally muslims are you know have been demonized in hollywood for a long time and especially if you heard of an imam being in like such a big production you'd be like oh this is probably gonna be a radical imam and like yeah yeah he's <laughs> gonna be like have some links to al-qaeda or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, and and seeing so you know late like, have this Imam character who's so gentle and has, like, yes. like that. It's it's yeah. so it's so nice to see. It, it almost feels like seeing Omar uh, Suleiman. Yes. <laughs> you know? He's yes. very calming. You're right. Yeah. And it's, it's mm-hmm. just nice to see that on screen once because, you know, we've been exposed to... I mean, we have been exposed to people like this, but I feel like the broader world hasn't. Yes. And, yes. Uh, and it's just awesome to see. So I... Um, and I like how... I, I, I'm looking forward to when uh, non-Muslims can quote a Muslim and my mom. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, that'd be
0: cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, let's go. I love that. No, that uh, those are facts, man. I I love this mom and like I, he brings a sense of gentle masculinity which is something you mm-hmm. don't see and it's really really mm-hmm. nice and i, and I appreciate because he's so nice he's so caring when he talks to kamala he has so much patience and stuff like that he's mm-hmm. not like you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that he's not constantly haram. telling her to wear a hijab right he's not yeah. a haram police right In his, yeah even Sagar isn't haram police the Sagar is very strict but he's not mm-hmm. there telling people what they should and shouldn't be doing which i i love that you know muslims who are very strict in their religion but they're not going out policing people or mm-hmm. using the word advising to weaponize like you know, <laughs> what, people, what other people should
1: do actually speaking of I, I advising can that. we talk about the dad there right before the wedding scene we're talking Sagar? yeah about how he's being courageous for choosing love i i literally cried that scene man mm-hmm. it it's was a so scene. cathartic for me like I was like oh my god where has this been my not, whole
0: life <laughs> but not only that but he's like telling him how he's like unapologetically muslim he wears shawakamis in the middle of jersey city walking around like mm. honestly like one of my biggest internal uh racist like things that i dealt with as a kid was like seeing my uh classmates in shawakamis like if i would wear shawakamis for Eid, and then we go to a dunkin donuts and i run into somebody in school like that would terrify me and no. the fact that like he does it like unapologetically it's such a great testament to like mm. his character and i love that that they brought that up it's really cool it's interesting you say that because when
1: i was in high school we actually had like a daisy day where like all of us would dress in kameez, even like the non-desis would dress in kameez. Mm. oh was, really yeah like we had like my boy parker parker ginter he would dress up like he, he was all about it and so it's interesting to hear that that you were afraid but like just a few years later when i was in high school we had this total shift then
0: I yeah, if yeah now
1: this is fascinating i don't know i fun. love it
0: but uh speaking of like fathers and giving uh giving like you know advice what about the bathroom scene with the mom right that was yeah. really powerful oh, yeah she, she talked about how she came to this country uh she didn't know anybody she was so alone and she found community in her mosque right and she found like yeah. a, a, a people and she she focused on her family and like how scary it was like it, i love that because almost like all of our parents can like Mm -hmm. relate to that that's that's so relatable to all of us arish any thoughts on that
2: um yeah i i just feel like again going back to what i was saying earlier like i just in the past like we've all the characters that we've seen especially like in games of strict parents they haven't been nuanced and Mm. uh uh and they haven't like had I feel like the mom character in this entire series is very nuanced and there's a specific reason for her to, you know, to be the way she is. And it's, uh, I think they're just doing a really good job with presenting like the humanity of South Asians and Pakistanis and Muslims, and they're doing it in a very good way. So, uh, and every episode, you kind of see that more and more.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally
3: agree. I love Moniba Auntie because her family story is my family story from both sides. So, like, both sides of my family had to leave India and came to Karachi, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, like, my family story, we came to America. I had no cousins here. Like, like from my mom's side, they weren't even born yet, my cousins. And, like, my uncles were in different cities. So, we were in New York, and my uncles were like were being, like, West Virginia or Texas. So, like, for—I want to say, like, up until my tween years, right— the only extended family I had was the Muslim. So for her to say that, that spoke to me. Like I got emotional, mm-hmm. I'm getting emotional right now, right? Yeah, so like, it very I close to really home. love that scene. Uh, yeah. Like Monibandi's story is literally like my family story. Oh yeah. so, yeah. And all the people oh. shitting
1: on her like, I don't care, man. She yeah. is fantastic in that role. Yeah. Like, honestly, my favorite character might be her at this point. Yeah. Honestly,
0: I, I feel that way too, almost. Like, yeah. dude, he's really really good, man. Like, it, yeah. there's honestly, there's so many good characters to pick from. Like, the dad is amazing. Yeah. Minibachi is amazing. Nakia yeah. is amazing. I love mm-hmm. Sagar. Uh, Kamala is amazing. Brian is okay. Man, <laughs> Brian? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh don't do my boy bruno dirty like that
0: right <laughs> all right cool. so, so let's go back to uh arish and uh let's talk about production you know, assisting production assisting teach us a how bit. to be like you <clears throat> yeah how do we become a production assistant what's it like what's the process um and like you know if someone wants to go into this industry like how do they do that
2: well, there are multiple routes as, um, there's no perfect route, but what I will say is there is the creation side of it. And then there's the production side of it. If you are interested in becoming a, if you want to climb the ladder, if you you want to go into specifically like a very niche field, like if you want to become a cinematographer or an assistant director, you, uh, I would recommend being a production assistant for everyone, because when I did it on various TV shows and stuff, I really learned how to, how the industry works, how a film set works, and you really need, you uh, understand how production really works. Mm. So, um, so once I was on these TV shows, I really, uh, got a lot of good exposure and I met a lot of good people and, but that's the completely the production side. But if you are in, like if you are someone who wants to write their own material and then direct eventually or act then that's another route I feel like you just start writing and creating short films mm-hmm. and then you hire a production mm-hmm. crew who can make the stuff for you. Um, so hire a producer so there are two different routes but they're not specifically um, the same thing. Uh, what I would if someone wants to go to, to the production route, I would recommend just starting in your local city. If you're in a smaller city, start finding like a film school that or like film students who are like making short films and start working as a PA on those sets. If you're in a bigger city like Atlanta, LA, or New York, um, you can again start with smaller but, uh, smaller uh, productions. And eventually, the thing is, the film industry is smaller than you think it is. Mm. And word gets around. If you're doing a good job, then people, your word, and that's how I got my jobs as well, because I was a production assistant and I knew certain people and then I got hired for the next gig. So um, I feel like if you're persistent and you're hardworking and you're willing to learn, you can very easily move your way up. Uh, But just, it takes a lot of, you know, being a lot of hard work and persistence
1: yeah um out of curiosity can you tell us about the hard work you did and what shows you were on
2: so um my eventual goal is to be uh uh, like i'm more of a writer director and i also act so um so i've worked on miss marvel as a production assistant i've done um i've also done like stranger things so a bunch of these shows tv shows I've worked as a production assistant on, and I'm, as an actor, I've worked on this show Atlanta. So what? I was you were in Atlanta. I, I was in season three of Atlanta in the uh, episode nine. Well, what uh, happened? Write this down. Write
0: this down. Wait, which what, what happened in that episode?
2: Because I watched them all. It was the black and white episode. Uh, the, black the, one, with uh, the, the one with The one with the kid who is uh, uh, trying to pr- prove that he's black oh People. yeah 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 like trying to prove his black identity that was a good my... one that was a good yeah yeah one. so i i that was my first i was one of the kids who was singing in the hall oh <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I i i totally remember that i i see it i, I actually see it in my mind that... because my hair was longer then. that yeah. was from mm. like uh, a few months back yeah, yeah a yeah. few months
1: oh okay oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what would you chop your hair off then man <laughs>
2: I I I just kind of got sick of brushing it every day. <laughs>
1: okay, you're like me. I did the same
0: thing. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm but, yeah. just growing
2: it finally for the first uh, time. Yeah, I'm gonna grow it out again.
0: <laughs> who are some so of yeah, the? yeah, like like who are the coolest people that you got to meet? Like because you you seem like you've been on a bunch of shows. Then you've probably met a lot of cool people.
2: I met, so uh, the coolest one related to Atlanta was, you know, Donald Glover. He was yeah. directing that episode. So it was just kind of really surreal working with him. Wow. Because, you know, wow. it, it's, it, and plus my role was a singing role. Mm-hmm. So just having yeah. your first role be singing in front of Childish Gambino, that's oh. very...
1: <laughs> no pressure. Like, <laughs> they
2: were, they were <laughs> nervous. I was like, I don't want to mess this up. But uh, it was honestly... Um, it was just happened at the right time and it felt like like i was a- about to leave atlanta like in a few weeks i'm about to move and like the fact that i got to like star in the show atlanta <laughs> like a, like yeah. right before i left it just felt like the right ending
0: <laughs> yeah that's appropriate. Perfect, yeah? cool How little appropriate. swan song to
2: your uh, career um, in atlanta that's awesome
1: yeah so your goal is to become a writer director now
2: yeah so that's the eventual goal inshallah uh i am more of a so i do a lot of stuff i, ri- I write a lot of comedy so my um i do comedy i'm interested in like ra- writing like dramedies. so that's okay. more my Ooh. scene so Ooh.
0: listen can i yeah can i pitch you an idea I have, i've had this idea Please. for a while all right yes mm. i would love to do a mockumentary movie about like a muslim Bachelor, like like the reality TV show <laughs> Bachelor, but a Muslim wow. version of it,
2: a mockumentary.
0: I think that would be so funny, bro.
2: A mockumentary on uh, yeah, that, that that's uh, this is hilarious.
0: <laughs> Listen, man, let's 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 do it. Let's make it work. Enter into Oscars. I'm telling you, man, we can make it work. Enter into the mo- Oscars.
3: Yeah, I mean, our mockumentary. Just just make a fake uh game uh show. Just, you know make what? Just a head.
0: This, watch this be Just like an a
3: elaborate
1: scheme. Show. <laughs> watch this be an elaborate scheme for Neves to get married. Yeah, the, the, the whole
0: thing is a scam to get someone to marry <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. No, Ladies, he's single, by the way. <laughs> forever single <laughs> anyway anyways man this was a pretty good episode man we got we talked about a lot of things great episode of Miss marvel um anything that you guys want to uh reach anything you want to promote you want to get your tiktok your instagram uh want to get any of your information out future like, product or
1: future productions anything you want to hint at right now
2: <laughs> uh I'm let's interested. see what's happening but you can follow me uh, on social, on Arish Jamil, it's like A-R-I-S-H, like Irish with an A. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and easy. Jamil, and Jamil J M I L. And my handle is generally The Rish J. So you can follow me on TikTok or Instagram and where I usually oh, post right all now. of my stuff. So, yeah. That's cool,
0: Keep man. Keep an eye out. And you do stand-up I... too, right? I, I think I saw you do stand-up once. Mm-hmm.
2: I do stand-up too. But my main focus right now is kind of just working on more scripts and kind of get, get making more short films so mm. cool stand-up is good practice for like joke writing and just kind of you know being i lo- I always began as a performer so i like being on stage but i've my true passion is just like telling stories even mm. like just being behind the camera i don't really need to be in front of the camera to yeah. like um isn't, that's not my ultimate goal. That's cool.
0: Like, I, I don't like being in front of the camera. I like talking to people who are on camera. Like, like I don't want to ever be famous. I want to be famous adjacent, right? I just, want yeah. famous, <laughs> I just want famous people to know who I am. And and I don't care if the rest of the world knows me, as long as famous people know who I am. So, like, that's what makes me happy. Yeah, but, that's how
1: we know. going okay. be yeah. famous one day, and he's going to be... Uh... You're like, oh, I don't know names. He and I go way back to, like, 2000 yeah. and... I'm
0: going to be name-dropping name you, like, so much once you're famous because, like, that's all I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm a notorious name-dropper. <laughs> oh, man. That's the end of Part 1. Check back tomorrow for Part 2. While you're at it, don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe to our channel. We are on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio and more.